Welcome to the Crush Your Mountain Podcast, where we discuss health, wellness, and personal growth. I'm your host, Henry Clayton Gaffney, a certified health and life coach dealing with weight loss, type 2 diabetes reversal, and healthy lifestyles. It's time to take charge of your health. This is the Crush Your Mountain Hey, before we begin, please note that I am a certified health and life coach who helps people lose weight, lower their glucose, and reverse type 2 diabetes. That said, please note that I am not a doctor and the information on this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any serious condition. Should you wish to address a serious condition, please find and contact your functional medicine or allopathic doctor. This information is a tool that can be used as a way of partnering with your doctor of choice and exploring treatments and modalities that may enhance your health and well-being. Hello and welcome once again to Crush Your Mountain Personal Growth. And I've got to tell you, I am so thrilled to have you with me today because the guest that I have has been on twice before and his journey has been amazing. I have to say that this gentleman, when I first met him, he was an incredible guy because he was already in his 60s, in his late 60s, and had a better build, more health, more muscle than I know some guys in their 20s. So he's a big guy, you gotta love him. But not only that, he went through a harrowing experience with back surgery. He went through so many different challenges. He competed, and if you remember, in the last video, he had come off of a not so successful run. But this time, not only is he back, but he's back with a vengeance because he is back with a win. And we've got to talk to individuals like that because he is one that you can say is an icon when it comes to crushing through your mountain. That's what the show is all about. We've got to learn from him and we've got to learn how gentlemen like you and myself can actually overcome and increase our muscle as we get older. When you want to learn something, you ask the best. So in this case, we've got Mr. John Hobbs, and we're going to talk to him right now. John Hobbs, welcome. To it's good to be back. Very good to be back again. It I've is been, amazing to see you. Talk to I us. feel like it's a different chapter because I went to a contest, and I had a, a brace on, and I went through all that other stuff we talked about, the open heart valve replacement i had the spinal surgery i had cuffs and i designed a routine literally around what my limits are because it doesn't matter i don't know whether to call this return of with a vengeance or you can get in shape at any age because i had to design literally a routine weights work for you you don't work for the weights that's where people get injured and stuff like that two things you got to do is keep constant tension on it in both directions there's no grind in the joints and you got to keep your sets closer together and you got to target like for my deltoid i have got four different exercises to make that round like that it's not just a game it's and i draw a line through my body if you take a pencil or something or a stick draw it through your body if i want to be here then i have to come up here 
to hit there. If I want to go straight on the back of the arm, I have to come straight through it, like, and then catch it that way. So What's I get that? the total shape in the muscle without any joint pressure, without the grinding, and protect my body at the whole time, at the same time. Well, John, that's a brilliant point. You know, I appreciate it. But you know, I wanted you to tell us a little bit. Well, let's walk it back because the last time you went on, you had the brace on, and you took it off, and it was a it, it was a challenge for you. I couldn't when tell women us. come when women come out there at the bikini champions, and they they like to embellish their stay. They stay a little extra, and they're kind of doing extra fun, and they go, "Thank you." That means get the hell off the stage without saying it. So when I went up there, I had taken my brace off the first time ever, not knowing this would happen. And I'm trying to get my balance and everything. They go, thank you. That was like a knife through my heart. And the guy was standing over to the side of the stage and he goes, you okay? I said, yeah, it's just my back, man. It's just, it's, he thought it might've been electrolytes or with my diet. And so I'm coming back with a vengeance. I, Ended up going to the VA hospital, didn't make it back in time. I was actually leading that contest, if you see the pictures, and uh, which I may send you later. And it was it was just crazy. Um, but I hung in there. I still got second. Uh, I take it back. That was the one before that. This one, I was in the VA hospital, and they were keeping me a little extra time. Consequently, I missed the dance, so to speak. The contest is over. They just danced, so to speak, do your posing routine to, for the people's enjoyment. And I didn't make it back in time. I got right, they kept me in there and they were trying to, I don't know why they were keeping me finally. I'm grabbing at the electrodes and my hand went towards that needle in the artery or whatever it goes. They went, whoa. They said, we want you to sign off. I'm not signing anything. I have contacts and I can't see too far. So I go to a drugstore and I have to literally, you can't see the packages. You can't see the end, whether it's oval or humped or half a moon to match my uh, camera or phone. And I'm there, I've torn open three boxes and I'm on the floor and the woman goes, sir, you can't do, I'm on the stuff everywhere. And the security man comes over. I said, look, I'm a veteran. I did this. I came back. I'm trying to get back to my, and the, and the, and the other guy, he, he must've been a veteran. He goes, let him be stuff all over the floor because that hard plastic you can't get i'm tearing the hell out of you know and uh the preliminaries actually was only because i didn't go back to the show did i not win so i went like this i'm back with a vengeance a few months ago let's call it october november i said you know something until you commit to something and and when i say commit i joined the npc I joined the contest. I, those that don't know, what is the NPC? Tell us. National Physique Corporation. It's the NPC. You have to be in that to be able to compete. And I had qualified for national. And uh, I tried to get a hold of the judge, one of the judges, but a, sec, a secondary guy that happens to be a judge communicated with me. But I didn't want him. I wanted the guy that saw it. Do you think I won had I come back? That's all I wanted to know. Never found that out. So in the interim, I'm getting fat and happy here. I kind of frustrated. I never stopped training though. And, uh, but once you commit to something like that, Henry, it's your life changes. When you definitively 
make your mind up. Age is irrelevant. I've, so I've got cuffs. I'll work around them. So I got a back. I'm working on that now for stability and training and posing every day because of that. I'm strengthening my back with a lighter deadlift, only a quarter, only about this far. And I'm doing every, the sides, I'm, I'm carrying weight one arm at a time. So the other side tightens up. I'm doing everything in the morning with my cardio. Then I'll do one party part a day. And well, John, I gotta say this, you know, one of the things that when I work with uh, my clients that, that I want my audience to know, what John is talking about is the crush method because you notice what he said, Come once you commit, you notice he had in his mind exactly what he wanted to do. And so he conceived of, of what he wanted to do. He conceived of the goal and then he committed to it. So that's the first step when it comes to weight well, Henry, a muscle. The, commi the commitment comes, I hate to say it using money, but Go once ahead. you sign, I signed up, I joined the contest, it cost me money. Yeah. I, I caught, I, I went and uh, did my hotel, mm -hmm. not knowing what the hell is going to happen. Okay. I, the, the, the gas in the car, I had to switch it to Nor because my uh, radiator was doing something. It wouldn't, it fogged up in the hardest rain I've ever seen in my life. It went dark, darker, darkest. Mm. And I couldn't see the front of my car. And thank God I used her car. Mm. And so I'm, and then the hotel was a half a block, but it's upscale. And I had to carry my, I had a blanket and a pillow so I could lay down. And when I was in there the first time, it's so cold in there because it's a big venue. So now I've gotten me a warm up to keep me extra warm because your bandage goes away. All the vascularity dissipates and goes deeper when you're cold. So things that I'm preparing for won't happen again. But the women's came up before us and they were like forever. And I was at the tail end. So we had about 40 guys and I'd gotten warm by this time. And uh, this girl was nice enough to, uh, she says, I'm gonna take videos everything i said thank you so she's an expediter she just helps bring people on so let me yeah. ask you a question okay so that my so that the audience understands what is when it comes to bodybuilding and doing the posing why is it important for a person to for the body to be warm i already know this but i want people to understand well so, first first of all you do a minor pump up maybe mm -hmm. with rubber bands or something you get some blood flow in there that helps and you might have taken something like citrulline, which brings out the vascular at the top. But what you do the night before, you're taking in, you don't change anything. Uh, but what you do, you change one thing that's kind of major. The whole day before, you sip on Pedialyte, which stops the cramps. But you take sips, you're not taking in any water, so to speak. Okay. So with your meals. That, These are things that allow for you, that allow for you to be to, to have. Well, it pulls it pulls the water away from your body. Okay. Now, what's left behind is only the superficial outside the skin here, and what you do there is you throw in uh, sodium, and water follows sodium. You've already stripped all the water weight out of your body. The only thing left is here. So when you hit that, dump the sodium in, because you've been taking protein. And by the way, it's not meat protein. It's only rice, white potatoes, black, you know, uh, sweet potatoes. And you're feeding that in with sips of Pedialyte. So the water, now that carbohydrates, they gotta be fast because they, they move faster. If you take something that takes longer, 
It ain't going to help you. So about 630 in the morning, this is kind of crazy. I took in chicken soup, which has got all the sodium in it. And it's not, not it's fast to digest. And all of a sudden, the water doesn't go back out here. It will if your body's even inside and out, but you stripped the inside water. Now, when you hit the sodium, it water follows sodium, it goes straight to the muscle. All this goes to the muscle and fills it out. So when you show up, you're totally stripped up with your, now you're showing bandage all the way if you stay warm. And you leave your, you lay on your back because when you stand up, all the blood goes to your legs and the, the vascularity comes out like that. And then the light pump, because you can't do it so much. You don't do a full workout, just enough to tighten it. And by flexing, believe it or not, last few days, you don't work out, you flex because it forces, it's just like a workout. If you tighten it up, tighten up every pose. So I go out there and I do that. And for the first time, I was very, very aware. When you say water follows sodium, that's the end of the game because you take in none the day before. And then you pound it with one shot there, maybe a couple. And you can take some candy before you go on because I'll give you the extra shot of sugar, which additionally brings out vascularity. <clears throat> but your diet stays pretty strict. You don't change much of anything other than no water. Now it's primed. And the protein that you shoved in there the day before can't work without water. That's what carries the the water carries the proteins in it to the joint. No, the, the actual muscle. It pulls it from the outside because you got nothing else left. So that's kind of, you know, your stomach, everything kind of gets ripped. And then I take, I put some special ointment on which tightens the skin because I'm an old guy. So, you know, just further enhances everything. But uh, so, so by the time you got yourself ready to go up, Okay. Were there any? Was there any special things that you did with the with with your introduction to to prime the crowd so they can see the the return of the silver fox? Funny you say that. I handed a letter to the announcer. They're disconnected, so to speak, right? So and they did the music. He's right by the music guy, so he's a real good announcer. He embellishes a little bit, but that's okay. And I I wrote a letter saying. I wrote my regular letter and I put across it like different ink. Like they gave it to him. The guys that worked it, please give to an answer. And then, so I'd written my profile, which I hadn't given them yet. So I did that. And then I wrote actually my lead in, which is crazy. Kind of putting it all together in a condensed form. And he spends five minutes and there's guys waiting in line out. You know, I got, I went up there and posed with the 50 year olds and I came off and he went, you're hanging in there, man. And that was my first recognition. And he, he, then he says, he's had this heart. He had this, they kind of went into a detail and he calls me and said, that didn't stop the silver Fox. He's here. We back and he's making it. He went from 41 pounds down. He's here to make it. Cause I want, I had a vendetta. I was pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed now. <clears throat> because everything was taken away and you don't realize what you have to do it. And I went, I made this commitment. I'd gone from November to April, 41 pounds. 
So you dropped 41 pounds. You So you were around 241 before, I remember. Yes. And you shrugged down. But, but to start it, you have to make a definitive. I mean, this ain't a joke. Are, are you, I'm going up there in a little bikini and in front of a thousand, you know, for Netflix. What the hell? So when I came out there, and I was taking a few poses because they take pictures of you before and then they want to say you're packed. And they're going, man, you're looking good, man. I mean, I had it unsolicited from a lot of people. But then when they brought me out, for some reason, they brought me out first and did a this whole five-minute thing. So then I pose, and then he goes, bring that award to him for the new champion, John. He's, he's, so he's doing that. She puts it over, hugs me. He comes over and does like a another four or five-minute interview. I take the microphone. He's asking me like you're asking me. He goes, man, you threw me on that smack the butt thing. I said, you threw me on coming up here with the microphone on my head. And so and then when I was finished, he goes, let's give a standing round of ovation to John Hobbs, your new current champion. And so I want to step down off the platform with this metal stairs and the expediter was there and the people, the guy's eyes were, I thought I was like running for president or something. I mean, to receive that, unsolicited in other words they were giving me five and coming up they didn't know me quite before one guy said watch this one before i went up i put myself on the line i said i looked at it straight in the eyes i went that okay for you he went god and uh i did a real good routine i couldn't move like i wanted but i still got it done so the only thing left is to do a better job national now instead of being with 60s and i competed with the 50s and i would i would have beat everybody but one guy i think he was a huge guy, like 230, over 50, just a huge guy. And uh, and he was a heavyweight. That was a different class even. But uh, the guys next to it, and they saw me, my back's good, and I, and I had the cuts. And they said, man, you, it, now they're talking, see. And people were treating me totally different. Never expected it. But it made it worth waiting those few hours with the women primping and their girlfriends making sure the bikini's in line and this and that. And it, it drains on you. This next contest is strictly the bodybuilding. So they have four days instead of everything in two. I was at the bottom of the list, so to speak, naturally, because of the way the contest works here, Thursday is bodybuilding only. So it'd be quicker up there. The big difference is when you walk up there in a normal contest, they just put four, five, six, who, how many guys together in a line. And you compare side by side poses. Here, you got to go out by yourself, pose. Then they bring the lineup in behind that. So it's, it's there's where my concerns come in on that. But uh, then I I was afraid I was going to go to another contest in Wilmington. And my everybody was going, even my son. He says, "Why would you do that?" And the same guys, "Why don't you go for go for it?" So I finally, here we go again. I signed up for it. I got my hotel. I got my flight. I can't back up, baby. It's all or nothing. And, and I have something to prove to myself because to me, age is erased when you make up your mind, in a sense. We all have limits, Henry. Mm -hmm. You you lost some weight recently and you look better, by the way. Oh, and I see, I see people. I'm really funny about the squareness of the body and the perfection. And does the deltoid come into the arm here like this? And is everything put together properly? My legs, I have a problem because of my back, but 
I get the work done and I'm pretty even and I've used some professional, it's called FST7, I make it FST4, which the last exercise of the body part, you might do a curl and then you squeeze it behind it. You do four in a row with like 30 seconds and that gouges the blood and pushes the fascia of the sac around the muscle. And when you do that, it can't grow without blood and pump. You can be as strong as you want, but a lot of those guys don't look that good. I'm after symmetry and perfection of the physique. As normal as uh, Arnold said, you got a beautiful buddy. And uh, he was correct in saying that because he had the symmetry. He knew how to work the body to his benefit. So all I did is I take, like if I can't push, I pulled, I can do that. Then I learned by moving my arms way apart with a straight bar, it locks halfway. If I pull, locks halfway without having to use the arms as much. So you find ways around and still get the job done if you really want to do it bad enough. So that's what I committed to. Well, John, for guys who are over 50, over 60, that need to get themselves back on the game, that need to get themselves back in shape, what would you advise them? How would they go about at least moving from zero to at least midway and then to hero? Well, first of all, I used to do two body parts a day. It's push pulls called, you might have heard of that. But what I do is I take one. Now I do cardio and I'll throw in some abs in those in my stability. Okay. And uh, sometimes I do the inner and outer thigh because that inner comes up, sweeps up to your inner thigh. It comes out some. And then I come back and I work like tonight, I work shoulders only. Only. But I'm like, I do like two exercises per section. So two, four, six, eight times four is 32 just on shoulders. But then I have almost a week of rest because I'm older. And when I do it, I'm not like if I did a bench press, you can hear it grind and everything. So just by turning my hands like this, if I do a fly like this, it can detrimentally affect right here but if you come down only to here but your palms are still like this then you're getting center of the chest or i'll take it and go never come together never never lock i never stop with a lighter weight and your body can handle that without the joints being involved without hurting yourself and keep your sets closer together but lighten the weight i mean the weight's should adapt to you. You're not supposed to adapt to the weights. Like a lot of these guys, their egos get in the way. With five plat, five plates on the leg, leg calves, I'm using 35 pounds. But I go down, stretch, do my 10, stretch again, put my feet on the floor, go up into a tight, tight flex, and that jams the blood into there where a lot of people don't do that. And that's stretching the fascia because the legs are the most protective, strongest, sack because you use it all the time so we need to like a balloon you blow it up let it come down it's bigger because you stretched it that allows for the muscle to grow into that area mm. and that's but i did it in a totally protected way i didn't do like these muscle heads but i've shown my calves have come up my thighs have come up. i mean my shoulders are popping i mean i, I can't do inclines so i come down maybe i come together up here, or if I'm doing pulleys, I can come together with palms 
up here at this level and it tightens, you find ways around it that you can still get the job done. They just don't know how, or their ego gets in the way and they're handling too much weight and they get tired of it. Their diet's shit, pardon the expression. So they end up quitting after a short period of time. It's not an overnight thing. I hated starting out at 241, but I hung in there. I don't know how, but I did it because I made up my mind and committed. And uh, I'm glad I did. So now all I got to do is I'm maybe eight pounds away or something with 11 weeks to go. I'm going to come on. So when is your next, is your next uh, competition? That's going to be the 19th or 20th in Pittsburgh for the Masters Nationals bodybuilding, the big dance. I've already qualified, but I made myself go through this other contest because I was apprehensive because of my stability. So then I woke up and I said, why am I not doing anything? You avoid it. Sometimes if you avoid something, it stays weak. Like, like if your legs are small, you got to work them. They ain't going to go by themselves. So like my back, I said, I don't want to, I'm going to an MRI, by the way, Sunday. I guess that's tomorrow. Anyway. Tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to sit with the doctor. I may ask for some shots to kind of make it a little bit easier on me. But uh, this therapist was in there and he was showing me an exercise just because I'd asked him. He was in the bathroom. And he's a therapist, turns out. He said, whatever you do, try to avoid an operation because most of the operations that happen nowadays are second and third time in. Mm -hmm. And then, so I think about Ronnie Coleman when he, he went through it and then it got worse and worse and worse and plates and they busted the screws and it just, he went, but he could handle ungodly weight. Now, this guy was a natural freak. He, mm -hmm. most people, if you get, if you can get to 5% body fat, that's pretty strong. He was 3% off season. Now listen to this. When he competed, he was 0.03. Wow. I mean, that's stupid. You could see, right? It's like I tell, I joke, I said, I want to take chicken and put some saran wrap on it. That's how I want to look. And that's how I compete because these other guys, I don't think they're carrying it. I've got real good striations in my calves without flexing them. So you know what your strong points are. I'm trying to keep my thigh because a lot of times the knee is bigger than the thigh on older guys. So I'm cognizant of this. And, and then I'm, I've been practicing posing literally every day without the barefooted, without the thing on. So I feel ever since I made that commitment, and when I started moving towards strengthening my weak points, like everybody's got weak points or problems, back, shoulder, you know, weight is irrelevant. The, the younger guy, they, they have to keep up with or drop the weight from a high level so everybody can hear you or flex a nine-inch arm in between every set. I mean, I can't even see. I want to go and go, is there something you show me what I don't see what you, and uh, I don't do it. I think about it, but yeah. you got egos in there. But the good news is the younger guys are actually training, and I've helped several with exercises too. And, and an old guy, he was split down the back, by the way. Mm -hmm. Scoliosis, a total split down his back. And I gave him some exercise. He's making a serious comeback. He thanked me for that. And I do this with almost everybody. Young guys, I'll show them how to do something because they're willing to do it now and their mind's open. Later on, they, life gets in the way. There was a song out when, you, when you're young and you pretend you're a doctor or you, you play and you, you're a rich millionaire or this. And then as... You get near college, you go to plan B. 
which is college. And then you start getting leery because then they sounded unrealistic and you never pursue your dreams. I've rekindled that. I plan on doing it. I will do it. I will win it. You know, I'm just a fact because I've seen who's competing in these and at 70, it's, it's a, it's tough, man. Well, so. you're 75 years old. You've made tremendous come, come back. And John, you know, you're always an amazing person that, that, that I always have to connect with because all of us can learn from you. So I have one last question I want to ask you. And I ask this of all my guests. And in your case, I think it's really important to hear your answer for, to encourage so many men and women who are over 50, over 60, that are going to hear your voice and see your story. John Hobbs, what does it mean to you to crush your mountain? Well, at 75, do I sit down and be complacent and do like the other people around this retirement community? Not that it's what I wanted when I got here. It just happened to be walking their dog around the circle. Is that exercise? Get the hell out of here. You need to work the muscle, strengthen it to improve it. And you need to make a commitment. Their thing is they walk around a block. Maybe the dog poops and they pick it up. That ain't gonna, that's not happening to improve your body. What are you going to, how long do you want to live? I've got a, a valve replacement. Do I keep it going or do I sit down and let it at our age, my age, it dissipates and goes away. The bones are thinner. The tendons, ligaments are more vulnerable. So I've designed a routine to maintain and go up. But I had to, I've got lots of years of experience with this and I've studied the FST7 and uh, I just had to do it for me. I, I didn't have a choice. I think people should make up a mind, do something definitively, write it down on a piece of paper, but do something for yourself. I mean, what are you doing? You want a longer life? Do you want to look good? There's not a man around that doesn't want somebody to go, Look at my look. You go, man, you look good. I mean, there's if that's not worth it, and then your health and to live longer, I don't know what does. So I, I'm after I'm at I'm in a vendetta, but I'm also you can get in shape at any age if you truly want to. That commitment is before everything. But you have to take action steps. When I talk to people, worst thing I need to hear, are you so you, you're training for that contest? He goes, Well, what I'm doing now is I'm just no. You're not committed. An older person, they don't have to be, they just need to be consistent. And I eat smaller amounts. So we'll have a, like a plastic cover and I have like rice and, and the little baby shrimps from Vietnam, their protein. And then I might have some eggs and then I might eat on it two or three times. It keeps my stomach small. And then I wear this corset because the bodybuilders actually wear it to make you breathe through the upper. So the stomach stays small. I was skinny when I was younger. So that's to my advantage. So and you do things like that. Once you made your commitment, you're doing this automatically. I spoke to a guy, he said, by the way, I finally come in. I said, changes everything, doesn't it? I said, did you sign up? He said, I said, yeah. How do you feel now about doing it? I said, you training hard? He said, yeah. I said, no, right? You're more definitive about what you want. A lot of people don't know how. Like, I don't know how to do this computer. It irritates me. But with your help, and this is how I help people on my end, if you don't share your information and share with people and help them and move them in the direction you want to go, that's being altruistic. I like to do that to people that don't ask. And I show them, I said, do you mind if I show you something? 
because one guy's bending over and he's, his back is way out here. I said, you're going to hurt. I don't mean to be mean, but you're going to hurt your back. I'm a trainer. Do you mind if I, no, go ahead. And, I, and then later they're going, hey, man, I said, how's that back thing going? And the instructors in most clubs now, they won't move behind the podium until they're being paid. When I ran a club, they would be on the floor earning the right to train somebody. They should be the ones that introduce them to the club when they come in. Not somebody, I went to this one club, just to this new goals gym in Hampton. And the guy didn't know what some of the equipment was showing me around. I'm going, what? And then the head trainer didn't know what FST7, which is a more advanced way to throw blood into the muscle on the last body part, last exercise of the body part. And when I got done, I, I laughed because there's three or four guys sitting around. He's sitting right here. I'm showing him, teaching him. He goes, man, I don't know how to, I said, well, I would show you. And then I turn around three or four of the guys that are work, work there. And then when I was coming through, they go, oh, there's the silver five. They're, they're yelling, you know, a guy was posing in the posing room. And I said, I want to show you something. Lift your arm, straighten it. I said, now, how does that look better? I said, no charge today. And we just walked off. This is the kind of stuff. I like to interact like that and help people. That's what I do to give. But the person on their own, I'm not sure how they crush their mountain. They, they got to, it's with the commitment, Henry. Just the, but where do you find that? You know, it's just like if your car's broken, you don't know how to fix it. You go to a professional, at least start there. So at least start, do something, even if it's wrong. And these young guys that come to 14, 15, I'll show them some exercises because they're going to hurt themselves. Henry. By the same token, their ass is here training with their friends. You can't put money on a father and his son was training. He was 12 years old the other day. He just started. And I showed him exercise to give to his son so he could. I'm, I'm giving of myself like that. So to crush your mountain to me is. Is. Is passing on. There was a movie, the girl took drugs. She got super smart, 40, 50, 60% of her brain. And he goes, there's two things uh, an entity does. It either goes into the upper realm in space or it passes the information on for the next person to get better and better. So that's where my head is right now. It's pretty intense. Everything's looking pretty good, but to get a person to do something, and I show them what to do instead. If you verbalize something, they're not going to do it. They're just not. If I tell you, but if I show you and I'm holding your, um, you know, helping you with the whole thing, then I check on you the next time. You're more likely to stick with it. So that's what I, I crush my mountain that way. And I crush my mountain because I have a vendetta. Quite frankly, I'm pissed off. Can I say that? Anyway, so. I try not to cry when I think about it. I'm a little past that now, so. Well, we are so thrilled, John, to see you back in the game and back at your best, okay? And we want to thank you so very much for taking the time to, to tell us a little bit more of your story, to give us your wisdom and skill in terms of bodybuilding, your years of experience, how you're there to help individuals. And I want to point out to everyone how vital it is that you take the time to look after yourself. Now, we're in a crazy time. And the way you protect yourself from breaking a bone, from not healing well enough, is to protect your muscle. And by the way, you see John's mind is sharp. 
and he's very he's 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 very um expressive but he's a thinker as well well your bodybuilding your exercise and i'm not telling everybody to get up there on stage like john does i'm not going to do that but what i am going to do is i'm going to take the time to maintain my my, my muscle because when we do that we're also exercising just, just do a few henry and take your pace work at your pace exactly and choose the exercises or somebody helps you choose the ones that will keep you safe and just be consistent change it most people i can go away a year come back same exercise your body gets used to it right you got to shock it by just doing a different move instead of from here pull it from here you know exactly. and uh, your body will keep responding Absolutely. So we're going to say goodbye to everyone at this point, and we're going to say, John, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Well, folks. I, I appreciate you tracking me down because that was unexpected, but I'm in a, probably the most serious time of my life, the most serious commitment versus sitting down and getting in my rocking chair and watching YouTube. So I'm actually, I'm creating YouTube right now. They're going to, they're going to take videos of me and stuff like that. This gets me out there unexpectedly but i appreciate people knowing what i that i do care and i want to give them myself and i'm doing it i tell a guy i'm showing him on i said you feel that i said this is not by mistake i put my arm up he says yeah i know it right i said did you feel that i said i'm giving you something that works i'm not going to play around if you'll do it is that fair yeah man and, and i form relationships like that because i'm i'm living it but i'm giving I'm sharing with my ride, our trip to the winter circle coming up in July. And we want to see everybody there. John House, once again, thank you so very much. And like I always tell everybody at this time, don't just climb your mountain. Trust me. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot, John. Talk to you soon. You're welcome. Hey, thanks again for listening to Crush Your Mountain. Remember, we deal with issues of health, wellness, and personal growth. Our goal is to service the global community with helpful, intriguing, and encouraging information so that you can live your best life. If you enjoy this content and would like to support its continued development, here's what you can do. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps to elevate our profile so that we can serve more listeners globally. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Henry Gaskins, Crush Your Mountain, where you'll watch the video version of the show and even get access to vintage episodes. Be sure to like, comment on the ones that most appeal to you, and tap the little bell to notify you of the latest shows. Join my Facebook group, where you'll catch behind-the-scenes versions of each episode before publishing. Lastly, if you'd like to support in losing weight, building muscle, or reversing type 2 diabetes, feel free to schedule some time with me at henrygaskinscoach.com. That's henrygaskinscoach.com. Thanks again, and remember, don't just climb your mountain, crush through it.